Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How you doing, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Here we are to discuss the trades for the week across the three teams. Five trades have been made and you know, a couple in the people's squad. So we actually only had only used one across the first two weeks. So have banked three, which is good, and have used two this week, which makes a lot of sense. We had you know, Tamalolo, who hasn't been scoring too well. And the squad decided that you know there was no need to pursue further with him. He is someone that you could potentially hold, but as a as a group we decided to move on from him, which I think was pretty fair, considering we had already saved a few trades. So thankfully this week we get Harry Grant back, so we'll, we'll probably play him in the starting side. But he sits there and as a playing member this week, thank goodness, and we um we are able to loop as well, you know, with the one player with Vialea who um, is sitting on our number four interchange at the moment. He plays uh, on Saturday, so we'll be able to loop one of the guys that plays earlier in the week. So, trades this week. We moved on to Amalolo, and we brought in Brody Jones. We also brought in um, Taylor May for Ethan Bullymore. So, theory was there is we'd bank a fair bit of cash. So we have 403k remaining, and that would be looking to pick up Cleary either next week or the week after, you know, most probably next week there. There's a potential for some suspensions, some injuries and stuff like that. So we're, you know, we're not exactly sure who, who will trade to get him next week. But there's every chance that something like that happens and, and we can move off one of those guys straight to Cleary there. We haven't seen many injuries in the, um, in the, in the big guys uh, to start the season. Only really been Brandon Smith that you know, a bunch of people have had in their squads. And by the way, guys, let me know how the audio sounds. I just got a, a mic for the computer. I had a few people mentioning that. That was one of the things that... Um, you could do some improvement with. So let me know if that sounds a little bit better. Especially, I, I kind of noticed that when you turn it up a, a fair bit, um, that that's when it sounds a little bit tinny, for example, just coming out of the computer audio in my older computer. But um, yeah, let me know how that sounds. But anyway, yeah, people's score looking pretty solid. Like we're sitting at 579 in the overall rank. We've got Randall and Starling and Grant as our hooker, hooker cover. In our mids, we're, we're pretty solid as well. We have you know guys we can move up in terms of arrow, you know, don't have any cover on the bench per se, um, but if, you know, if in doubt we could move Arrow to, to that position or, or cover him there. It might actually be a smarter idea to start Jones 
in our edge position and have Arrow sitting on the interchange. So that if we do have an issue with the uh, mids, for example, that he will come in and cover that, I think it's probably going to be a good option, which I'll do post this video. So that's that there with the, um, with the mids position. We have that one bit of cover there. Edges were fine as well. So we got Tuolangi, we got yeah, Jones as well, and then we've got Aiken and Tungo down in the centers, which is cool. Um, you obviously have yeah, a tiny bit of center cover now, which is, which is nice, which is something we didn't have, which is now a good idea. So Taylor May, and he's eventually going to get that dual position with the wing fullback. So that would be nice to have that cover in the wing fullbacks, which we currently do not have. Halves are really sweet. You know, we've obviously got you know, Schneider and Brown. We're looking to get Cleary next week. We got Kurt Mann that we could move down. We got Walters and Ilias in terms of the cover, which is sweet. Center, we got the cover now. Wing fullback, we'll wait until you know, an injury comes up, a good cash cow comes up, because there's just not many options currently in that um, in that position there. So, in terms of the looping situation, I think we're okay to start um, Jones, Grant, Starling, obviously. Man will be sweet. Nanai will keep him in there. It'll just be looping between. You know, we're picking two players between Maxi King, uh, Taylor May, and also Tuolangi, I think will be the, su- the suggestion. So uh, if you, if the People Squad guys, the guys in the Discord are watching this, and let me know which guy you think we should uh, loop uh, and which one should we should start, in the, in the obviously, in the starting team there. I'm thinking, you know, King obviously has a 29 as his lowest score, so he's probably an easier one to select. And then maybe we decide between... Um, yeah, May and Tuolangi, which one we're going to, to loop there. Uh, obviously, the the Panthers play fairly early in the week. And this might make a decision for us. The Tigers play a little bit later, is that right? So, yeah, it might be smart to put May in there. And then we can just have Vitalea in there as our our looping option, which is cool. So that's that squad, guys. I'm pretty happy with where we're at. Only used, you know, with the two this week. We've got the only three, three trades used. 403k in the bank next week to pick up a Cleary. And the team's going to be looking pretty good. I, I like where we're at. And hopefully a cheapie comes up and we can downgrade someone uh, to them as well. So that's the people squad. And we'll move to the head-to-head team here. And just made the one trade this week. And we haven't moved any closer to Cleary. But I just feel like there's no one in here we'd really look to trade out yet. Apart from maybe like a Jack Bird who's just doing okay. He still made a little bit of cash. But he's not really um, yeah, pushing onto the next level that we would have hoped for him to have. And so as anyone else in the squad, we've got some guys making cash, which is good. And, you know, we've got guns in the center position. We have, we have Burton Aiken in that position. Tonga up in the edge. So Aiken could be there. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, you've got Hetherington starting to build up his minutes and points a little bit. Starling's already in here. We just made the one trade. We've gone bully more to, to Jones. So, you know, with Leo Thompson in there, we didn't have that other option. Uh, it's good to have both of them. And, you know, with the Knights playing round 13 as well, that's, you know, another thing that, to think about is you could probably hold a lot of these Knights guys until after 13 and then move them on from there. In terms of you know, this team here, there's no looping option. We have everyone playing, which I suppose is good for that money generation. And yeah, I suppose the question is, do you just leave Tuolangi and Thompson off? Probably do. I know, do we think Brody... Yeah, you know, I think I'm worried that Tuolangi's probably going to get the 50 to 60 minutes with Garner there on the bench. You know, not exactly sure how that's going to play out. So I'm happy to, to leave him in emergency five. And if he does well, he does well. He makes us some cash and that, you know, we're not too upset about that, are we? So... I think with this one, the, the four we've got here, the Jones, Starling, um, Heatherington, and Randall is probably a good idea. You know, sitting with Hunt and Cook, who have done well. Do we captain Payne Haas? Do we captain Nico Hines? Probably something that I'll look at over the next few, uh, you know, the rest of the day uh, before lockout. But I still think Payne's a good option. He comes up against the Warriors, who, 
yes, their their middles are, are pretty solid, but yeah, just the just the um the game last week as well. Just remember, guys, that there was a lot of points in the in the Cowboys Broncos game. They got pumped, right? So even with those minutes that he got, yes, a little bit less. The ball was in play less. They were um you know spending a lot of time in their in goal, waiting for a goal kick from Holmes, for example. So. There's every chance that the ball's going to be in play a little bit more, whether it's an 18-16 or however the score's going to go. I just think there's more chance that there's going to be less points in this, which means more time in play for Haas to, to run and tackle. So I think he's still a great captaincy option. If you, you Yes, you're moving off him because Hines has had two 80-odd scores. There's every chance he goes back to a 60 and Payne Haas goes up to you know 70 or 80. So just be aware of that if you're looking uh, at your captaincy options there. So that's that, guys. Pretty happy with the squad, obviously. We are sitting 152nd. Um, and again, only using one trade here means we've used three for the year, which is really, really cool. And yeah, we'll see what happens over the next few weeks in terms of attempting to get Cleary. Remember, we're not trying to blow up our teams to get him. Uh, there has been a little bit of chat that if you know Cleary can't play the full game or you know if he's gassed or whatever it is, like his shoulder is going to be fine. But they have um, Jamin uh, Salmon who can and come on and, and cover that position. Sean O'Sullivan you know, might end up on the bench as well, so... He's going to be looking to play that middle sort of role uh, as a half there. But, yeah, just be aware of that. The, the clear, Especially if they're winning. If they're winning at 65, 70 minutes, he'll probably come off. But if they are winning, he's most likely to be scoring really well. So just be aware of that. Um, with Cleary, um, don't blow up your team to get in this week because he has to score over 75 to for his you know, price to go up. And it's not going to go up that much anyway unless he gets 120 or something, which... Yeah, then well done if you picked him. But if he gets a 50, then you're like, ah, oh, crap, I got him a bit early. Um, he's lost a bit of money. And yeah, will other people pick him up then? Will he continue to score well? There's a lot of things to think about. So you don't have to you know, break away, break up your team to get him. I know a lot of people go on Burton and and uh, a Cook or Burton and Reed Marnie or just two guns, for example. Yeah, DCE, people are trying to trade DCE to him. <clears throat> and he's someone who scored 63 over the, you know, average 63 the first three weeks. So like I wouldn't be trading someone who's you know top five best scorer, the second most expensive player, a third most expensive player in the game after Payne Haas and Cleary. I think that's a silly idea. A lot of people are trying to bring in guys like Murray, guys like Papali'i, right at that price point. So I'd be not trading out any of them. Anyway, we move to my team. Have used four trades so far, so two this week, and we we end up with 145k in the bank. The, the biggest question here this week was: Do we go? For Starling and Jones, do we go for Starling and Leo Thompson? Do we go for Brody Jones and Thompson? They'll probably be the three this week because I think Leo still has some cash to make. Still upset that I moved him on after round one and then the amount of injuries and suspensions that have happened in that night's back is crazy. So also Sue is back. So, yeah, with him being back, if if it all played out how it was going to, then Clemmer was going to be there and yeah, he probably would take Leo's spot or, or Mama Sia's spot. Um, but yeah, it's worked out that he's going to get an opportunity for the next sort of month to make another 100K. So the question would, was for me, do we, do we go with Brody Jones this week? Um, you know, I think he has the opportunity to score higher <coughs> on a week-to-week basis, around that 40, 45, with Leo probably that 30 to 35, um, with about that 35 minutes there. So I went for Jones. So that was Bullymore. And I also decided to go for Jack Bird. So I moved him down. I just don't think he's going to be in my team long-term. So the question was, do I move on from Bird or do I move on from Reed Marnie? And if, if I went for Reed, I would have had you know, about 300K in the bank. And I was like, well, which of those two guys is going to have more opportunity to score well and, and stay as a keeper? And obviously looking at the track record of Reed, 
you can you can say that maybe this is a tough start to the year, and he, he has every opportunity and every chance to come out and get a sixty plus and and show his capabilities again. Because I don't know, would would he be reading his own press? Like, oh, okay, yeah, Eels are going okay, but no one's talking about me. I'm not playing. You know, he's playing okay without being spectacular. You know, last year he was incredible. You know, he played that well that he got into the Origin squad. So, you know, if he continues playing as he is, he wouldn't make the origin team. There's a few things to think about there. And, and you know, he has that opportunity and has the pedigree to, to come out and, and score amazingly. He could come out and get an 80 or, or 90. That's something that Bird couldn't do. And I felt like if I moved on from Reed too quickly, like if I went him and just banked that extra cash, then um, I'd miss out on that potential for him to do well. Yes, there's a good chance. There's a chance that he's going to lose a little bit more money with a higher break even in the high 60s. But I'm willing to take that chance for him to potentially lose twenty to thirty k, if he doesn't, you know, if he scores a forty or forty five, you know, he's probably most likely going to score more than Bird this week. And if he doesn't score well again next week, I could potentially move him up to a Cleary if I wanted to, having Starling and Randall, if that makes sense. So I could upgrade him and downgrade someone else to a cheapy um, or an injured player or something like that. If you know, can downgrade an injured player or suspend a player if he doesn't score well. So let me know your what your thoughts are around that. If you think that's a, a good tra- a good trade strategy or good thinking going forward, yeah, I just think he has more opportunity to, to really dominate over the next few weeks than than what Bird would. Um, and yeah, 160k, 150k difference. It's not like I'm yeah dropping uh, the difference is 900k player and he's going to lose 50k this week compared to to Birdie being you know 550 for example. So that's that. And in terms of who I'm going to play. It's probably going to end up being Tuolangi this week over Penasini and Berry. I definitely think Penn's going to have a um, have a better game. I can see him getting somewhere in the 30s, I suppose. But you know, the question is going to be, is are they going to dominate the Dragons? Is it going to be a lower-scoring game? Is he going to get a lot of ball? So I'm, I'm assuming somewhere around the 30 mark. And I suppose Tuolangi has that opportunity to, to, to score better um, and probably a little bit more consistently. Yes, he didn't go well in round two, but it was a bit of a tough game for him. Uh, and they're coming up, you know, they're... Who are they playing this week, the Tigs? That's the question. Um, yeah, it's going to be a little bit easier for him. What have they got? Gold Coast. So, yeah, the game's not going to be too difficult. He's obviously coming up against Fafida. But, yeah, definitely has an opportunity. If he's playing decent minutes to, to get a, a more comfortable score rather than what Penasini would. But really happy with how the team's going. Like, I didn't bring in Starling and Leo Thompson last week and still scored well and made a lot of ranks. So, that's the... Um, this is a theory this week. You know, Nanai and Jones in the edge is a little bit light, but you know, we've saved a bit of cash there, 145. And we've got some options if Reed doesn't do well. Really happy with the Kurt Mann and Dylan Brown in the in the halves position if they continue to do well, so will I, which is good. Um, we just need some bounce back games for Panasini, Berry, in terms of guy. We need some of these guys to start making a bit of cash for me. If I can get them somewhere in the 400s, um, especially Panasini, I think he has the opportunity to, to really progress. You know, with another a couple of good scores, and I think the team can start to, to do a little bit better and work our way into the top thousand and, and start to make a little bit more money. This team here isn't making as much money as, as the people squad and also the head to head. Just obviously trading out Leo's hurt, being hurtful and, and going for the slightly more expensive guys in Panasini and Berry, who haven't made any money so far, has been a little bit annoying. Um, but we've kind of caught everyone else. You know, we started with, with Crichton, for example. We missed Tungle and, and Nanai the first game, but they're starting to make money now, so. Um, yeah, I think the team's looking okay. 
Uh, we can't really complain so far. We're, we're doing pretty well across the board. So that's that, guys. And uh, let me know again how the how the audio quality sounds. If that's um, improved a bit, uh, that would be nice to get some of that feedback. If you're new here, please subscribe and uh, and like this video. Just get it out to more people would be really helpful. Um, yes, that means that other people are going to be learning as well and a chance of beating you. But it's much better if the uh, if the whole game is better at NRL Fantasy. Anyway, I hope you enjoy that. Catch you in the next one, guys. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.